We say potato, you say potato, you're stupid. Yeah. Welcome to Three Guys Without the Wise with your hosts, Eric, Tristan, and Tommy. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Three Guys Without the Wise, a show where three useless organisms named Tristan, Tommy, and myself, Eric, discuss a variety of topics from diabetes, theme parks, pop culture, movies, coronavirus, Tristan's mom, and so much more. Keep this in mind that this show is not safe for work and is off-censored and nothing is off-limits. Nothing is safe. Especially Tristan's mom. Just Hello. Uh, I guess I had one Hello. I had one week off, I guess. You, well, I had a bunch of weeks. So. We all had a bunch of weeks off, but over. So now this entire episode will be about your mom <laughs> in order to make up for it. Uh, because because why not? Whatever. You exactly. can do that. As long as she keeps downloading. I, I feel she's going to keep listening yeah, to this. That's fine. Because she's a very supportive mother. <laughs> that's true. Mother. 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 That's true. Tr- Tommy, does your mother listen to this? Um, I know she's listened to at least the first few episodes. I don't know how many more she's listened to after that. I know my mom liked the page because, you know, she's trying to be supportive. But she hasn't listened to a damn episode, I know for sure. <laughs> Otherwise, she would be, like, appalled and probably not follow us anymore. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's probably yeah, you know. right. That's what they call me. Tristan, you went on vacation. Mm, correct, I did. Where did you go? I went to Vero Beach in Florida, right on the Atlantic Ocean. It was the first time ever seeing the ocean. You've never been to the ocean? I had never been to the ocean before last week. How long You've have you been, been in, in Florida? Florida? How fucking long? Yeah, I, well, I moved down... For the first time, four and a half years ago, and then I moved down permanently two years ago, and it took this long to go to the beach. But I went, and it was awesome. And I mean, he has lived in Idaho his whole yeah, life. Yeah, there's no so. beaches in, in Indiana, so. Actually, I think there yeah, might be, uh, but I don't know. <sighs> lake, lake beaches aren't beaches. Well, yeah, exactly. No ocean yeah. ocean beaches. That, that doesn't count. Yeah, the so ocean. How was it? It was good. It was awesome. We stayed at Disney's Vero Beach Resort, um, so we... Uh, you got a little bit of Disney magic in there, but to be honest, most of the time we just spent sitting uh, on the beach, uh, sipping our refillable mugs with vitamin water <laughs> in it. Oh, that's sexy. Oh, yeah. And uh, just listening to the waves crash. It was very relaxing. Well, that's cool. I was in Barrow Beach back in 2004. Um, that was when all the hurricanes hit, mm-hmm. and I was down there uh, with FEMA helping uh clean up and i made a lot of money doing that you were there with a female nice yes you made a lot of money with it yes that's good yes thank you lots of videos online oh god cool 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 cool. yeah it was a good (sighs) tommy have you ever been well that was that was the that was the year i was 18 i just turned 18 so you know I was a lot. What was that, that, Tristan? Have you, have, Eric? Are you, what are you like? Fifty years old? How are you? Eighteen to anyway. Uh, Tommy, <laughs> I was eighteen in two thousand four. You prick. <laughs> Tommy, have you ever been to Vero Beach? Vero Beach? Uh, no, I haven't been to Vero Beach yet. I've always wanted to. Although, what, did I mention that I went to Key West on our last podcast, or was that, or was our last co- podcast before I went to? I think Key that West? was. Do before. you think I keep up with this show? Yeah, I don't huh? know. I was on so many drugs back then. I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, I'm like I. <laughs> I've slept like, since I to- then. I totally forgot. Like, but in case I didn't, uh, it was very. Key West was pretty fucking fantastic, and I also saw the ocean. Not for my first time though. Um, 
We even went out on a sunset cruise at one point, and it was also unlimited drinks. So that was fantastic. That was with your roommate, too, right? Yeah, that was with my roommate. That's uh, so romantic. We met three Italian gentlemen that night. Oh, boy. A uh, mm-hmm. very good time. Mm-hmm. One of them very much wanted to get with Bran. Um, still is trying to, but, you know. You know. Well, I hope it works out. Right yeah. Love is in the air. Yes. This is like, you know, kind of close to Valentine's Day, right? Yeah, very close. Yes. We're, we're very, very close to Valentine's we are, Day. We are, we're closer than we were. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Yesterday, that's is, correct. Love is happening. Yeah. Yes. Let's make love. Love. Right now? I can only do so much to my computer. <laughs> Clearly not doing enough. I think we should uh we should go ahead and start. Who's got first topic? That is Tristan. Tristan. Okay. So, Tristan. my first topic. Okay. My my topic today is uh it's a it's relatable to everybody. And and I want to hear your guys' input on it. Uh and it is my first job. So, I'm going to talk about what my first job was. And then I want to hear what your first job was. Okay. Are you saying relatable to everyone as in just us three? Because there's, I know plenty of people who, you know, never had a We're job. We're the only three people who have ever had a first job. No, yeah. well, it was implied to be towards everybody. Eric, I didn't know you were affiliated with so many people that have never had a job. So I apologize to you and your friends. But I do. <laughs> like, my children, they don't have jobs. Why not? They should. Why not? <laughs> I, uh, Something about child labor laws or something like that. I don't know. It was very frowned Sounds upon, and they kind of like gave me a fine for it for trying to make them get a job. Like, I mean, I did their resume up and everything, and you know, they were just like, "That's well, that's, that's why horrible. they have to do the resume on their own." Uh, are, gonna, what, are you showing up to the interviews for them too? <laughs> well, no, I just kind of drop them off, and then I like you know go to Chuck E. Cheese or something while they and I just wait for them to call me back. Oh yeah, I'm not allowed there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I apologize. To anyway, sorry. Um, what is what was job. what was your first job? My first Tristan? job, fellas, was a movie theater, which is a, many Ooh. many people's first jobs because it's a good it's a good teenager or high school job. Um, but I have to say, I, I do feel that mine was a little more unique than most in that uh, it was such a unique environment. It was uh, independently owned, so it, it wasn't part of a chain or anything like that. It was independently owned, and the owner, his name was Ralph. Um, was 72 so was it called ralph's movie theater no it was called wow seven wow seven cinema oh, and it's wow the reason wow. it was called wow seven is because it was the last names of the three people that founded it uh weber orville and webb um oh. so uh and they so they put it together and made wow seven and there were seven screens so that's why it was called wow seven but wow. Uh, ralph webb was the only one who was who pretty much stayed with the theater after its opening and he he was the owner and boss while I worked there back in 2012. He was 72 at the time, uh, spoke fluent German as well as a little Portuguese and Chinese and Spanish, uh, was a nudist, mm. part of a nudist colony in Germany, and was kind mm-hmm. of a pedophile. Um, by, oh. by kind of, I mean like he, did he pretty much was. I probably shouldn't have left. Did he, did he touch you? Uh, he, he tried to plenty of times, uh, me and all the other employees, but it, he, he never got to me. Is this place still open? It is open under new management. <laughs> oh, because I'm pretty sure Yikes. somebody would be reporting this shit in like, as soon as they hear this. Well, there were some politics involved in it, um, which I'm not going to get into. politics with pedophiles. But the town I'm from basically did not 
really monitor what was going on inside the building for various political reasons. But uh, <laughs> mm. anyway, well so working for this guy was kind of nuts. And then in addition to that, obviously, we, a bunch of teenagers and high schoolers and stuff worked there, too. So we pretty much just goofed off all the time. You know, there were really no rules. Uh, we didn't really have to pay for anything. Um, so we kind of just ate all the candy we wanted, ate all the popcorn, drank all the soda we wanted and just goofed off. Um, and the only thing you had to do is just jerk off a 72 year old. Yeah, that's it. Once a day. Easy. <laughs> um Once so, it does, it's easy time yeah yeah no, honestly all we really had to do was when the movies got out we'd go in and clean the auditoriums uh when the movies were starting we'd rip the tickets and tell people to go to the right auditoriums or help in the concession stand and that's it uh, you know during we called them sets but while all the movies were playing we just got to sit around the break room or run around and goof off or whatever which we did plenty of so i want to cover three quick topics i actually already talked about one which was ralph the owner uh, the other two topics that uh, I want to cover quickly about the, my movie theater was the antics, all the crazy stuff that we got away with doing there, and the friends I made there who I, I'm still friends with today. So basically, we would just goof off all day long. On weekends, we would actually have to work, which made it a lot of fun. But sometimes we'd go in, not even in uniform, and just goof off. We'd like hide in a broom closet and then fall out of it when customers would walk by and like run away as if we'd been locked in it for hours. Um, we'd go in the little supply closets next to the entrances to the auditoriums and make like fart noises or pretend like we're throwing up or beating somebody up or something. We'd pretend like there were corpses left in the auditoriums. And as people were leaving the auditoriums, we'd be like, oh my God, the body's still here. That's unbelievable. Um, oh my God, <laughs> like stuff that would not fly really anywhere. We somehow got away with, uh, at this place. We even had two sleepovers. In the That's building. the kind of movie theater you want to go to. It was an incredible uh, environment there. You slept over with Ralph? We slept over with Ralph. Well, he, believe it or not, he lived there. He actually had a little apartment built for him in the projection booth, mm. which is not legal at all. But um, he did live there. He had a two-story bedroom in the projection booth with a guest bed. All the cameras were in there. He had a, a microwave, fridge, freezer, a bed, his own bathroom built up there. Um, so yes, technically we did sleep over with Ralph, <laughs> but, uh, oh my God. we just slept in the lobby and actually the second one, none of us slept at all. We were just up all night goofing off, like playing on the roof <laughs> or we walked to McDonald's and got breakfast and came back. Uh, Ralph had a Segway for some reason that we would speed around the movie theater <laughs> in and we could also watch movies or play video games on the big movie screens. So, uh, it was a, how old were you? Oh, when I started working there, I was 16 and I left, when I was 22. <laughs> wow, so you were there for a while. Off and on for a while, because I moved down to Florida and uh, back a yeah. couple times. But uh, mm -hmm. yeah, I did work there. In total, I worked there three times. Once when it was WoW 7, and then two when it got bought out. Two times when it got bought out by the other company. But uh, but when it was WoW 7, that I was the I assume the sleepovers didn't have been after it got bought out. Yeah, basically, yeah. No more sleepovers after that in fact we had to be very professional <laughs> when it got well, bought yeah. out which was that's, nice that's always the worst i mean it was kind of nice in that you know we were running a more legitimate business i guess <laughs> um, mm -hmm. but it was a lot more fun when we could just goof off oh yeah and then i made a lot of friends there too uh my best friend lane his girlfriend amy they started dating there at the movie theater about seven years ago and they're still together i'm still good friends with them lane's my Sad. best friend say 
Good for them. Uh, yeah. Good friend Renee. Uh, I met there. I actually went to school with Renee, but I didn't become close friends with her until I worked at the movie theater with her. She's a she's a goofball. And then my my good friend Ben, <laughs> I'm still friends with. So whenever I go back to Sandwich, I have connections because Ben still works there. I can just be like, hey, you got any good movie posters? And then I'll show up and get a bunch of awesome big movie posters. Like I want some of those uh, those cutouts. Mm. The the cardboard cutouts that they have yeah. displays. I want some of those. You want some of those? I have so, I have a Bruce Willis you can have. Okay. <laughs> and I have uh, Miguel yes. from Coco. Oh, oh that's cool. Yeah. But that's it. Those are the only cool. ones I ever that I ever took. Well, I mean, like, do, we could take a trip up there and you know take something. Absolutely. They they I probably don't have any now because they haven't been open for six months but <laughs> well, yeah or maybe they had a stockpile who knows maybe they do they just need to get rid of it maybe they do you can I'll always take it go out by the dumpster like out back and see what they threw away <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so that was it that was free my first popcorn. job and uh free popcorn that's right what was yours tommy yeah what was yours yeah what was yours, my tommy? first job okay so my first job i was a youth counselor at my local ymca um, it actually all started yeah, when I was 12. I started volunteering go. there. What was that? Oh, I was singing YMCA by the Village People. Yes. Uh, the, the, the Village same. People one. Awesome. Um, awesome. But yes. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So when I, I started volunteering when I was 12 for kinder camp, which was a half-day camp for three- to five-year-olds. Like, my mom had worked in some other departments, so that's how I was like... That's how I kind of knew about this camp, and I was like, yeah, you know, fuck it, why not? And then... Like, it was really, really fun, and all the counselors were really cool. So then I just, you know, volunteered there for four more years until the YMCA hired me. Um, I actually remember uh, my birthday was at the end of the summer. My birthday was on a Friday, and there was one more week of camp after that, and I got hired to be an after-school counselor for when the school year started, so I thought that's when I was going to start. Except the day before I turned 16, I went to talk to my supervisor about something, and she was like, shirts, and I'm like, huh? And then she just had me follow her to an office and she gave me my staff shirts and was like, you're working tomorrow. I'm like, oh, shit. Okay, cool. (laughs) So, yeah, my first job as a youth counselor for the YMCA, uh, similar to Tristan, I had been there for a very long time, like from 16 to actually when I moved down to Florida. Um, Like while I was in high school, I worked there during the year, my first year as an after school counselor for a certain program. Now, my YMCA, there was after school on site. But they also had after-school programs on-site at the schools in our area. And this one school that I was working at, this was the first time that they had the YMCA at their school. They usually had their kids dropped off at the YMCA. Um, But this was the first year they had us. And while our supervisors loved what we were doing, the school did not like us there. Um, I I remember I actually went to this school, and I remember they were very, very strict. And, like, I just remember lots of screaming from teachers and principals there. Um, So when they had us who are just fun and like to goof off and shit, they didn't really like having that there. So they canceled our program after a year. And at which point I either had to find another after-school program or just something else at the Y, which I ended up working in the game room, which is just parents drop their kids off and go work out. Um, We also were in charge of other family programs that happened. Like there were some parents' night outs events, like a particular one near Christmas happened every year. So parents drop their kids off. We spend, you know, a few hours with them. The parents go Christmas shopping or, you know, whatever the fuck. Um, But yeah, I stuck around the Y from when I was 16. And then when I went off to college, I only worked there during the summer or picked up shifts when I came back home during other breaks. And I was there for... 
including my volunteer years, like at, 10 years at least. So I was there for quite a while. Um, had other jobs in between as well. Um, but yeah, that was my first job, playing with children. Say that again slower. You should probably... You should, <laughs> maybe think playing about... Playing with children. I don't know. Something about it seems yeah. evil. Yeah, I don't, I really I don't know what you're like, talking about. That's weird. Um, I feel like we spent way too I did, much I, time on that. <laughs> spent too much time? Probably. I don't know. Um, but, uh, you know, it was the YMCA was my home, you know, was pretty much my second home when I lived at home. Um, and I, I, I did get to goof off a little. I mean, it, it's a very easy fucking job. Like, it, it's fucking chill as shit. Um, I remember there was a few years during kinder camp or at least one year during it. So we had, you know, our small camp of three to five-year-olds that we had, like, maybe no more than 40 kids at a time. And then there was also an on-site day camp with, like, 400, like, elementary school-aged children. And there was a few times where I would just take my kids around with our portable speaker, like a very loud, big, wheeling amp, blasting trap music, and having my kids dance around all over their camp just to fuck with everyone. (laughs) And some people thought it was hilarious. Uh, Other people were getting mad at me, but... Um, I was having fun, and that's what mattered. I entertained myself more than the kids, truthfully. Um, but it was still great. That was my mm. first job. Sounds fun. How you doing? <laughs> Children. And what did you do with them? Well, Board games. Dodgeball. <laughs> oh, dodgeball. Dodgeball's okay. Five deeds of dodgeball. What are they? Dodge, duck, dip, yeah. dive, and dodge. I enjoy just... Do... Anyway. <laughs> 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 just grab a dodgeball and just throw it as hard as you can at a child's face so do you do you want to hear about my first job or do you want to talk more about playing with children or tristan being traumatized when he was a child i would definitely like either of those last two much better but mm-hmm. you should probably talk about your job too i, I guess. agree no i i was i was just a waiter i was a waiter for two years my last two years of high school uh nothing big with it uh, i was the only male that worked there and nobody wanted to sit in my section because we just always had a bunch of dirty old men coming in wanting to see some titties pop out. So um, since I was just a 16, 17-year-old boy, um, yeah, nobody wanted to sit in my section. I didn't make a lot of money there. Oh, that's a terrible thanks. job. Uh, so we're going to move uh, on. No, 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 no. Uh, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Where? Elkin, North Carolina. No. I was aware at a place. It first was called Dwayne's, <laughs> and then it became Mike's, and last I heard, it's now called Maddie's or something like that. I don't know. And this you didn't was... make money because you didn't have titties. Yeah, pretty much. Well, hold on. Because, you know, at the at the time, waiters were getting two fifteen an hour, so I'd probably come out with, like, I don't know, maybe, like, $25, $30 a week just for my paycheck, and then, like, for my tips... Um, I'd be really lucky if I came out with $20 a night. Yikes. Yeah. So where the other waitresses, they were making a lot more than me. This place was called Dwayne's and you were the only guy there. Well, the only guy waiter. Oh, okay. I was going to say, it should be called Eric. I was the only, I was the only guy you would actually see. Uh. So, you know, we had our cooks you know, they were guys, but, you know, they were in the back. You never saw them. Why did they hire you? I don't know. You know, <laughs> I was actually trying to sit here and try to think of the story of how it 
because it's not like I really I didn't really know anybody there. Yeah. So I don't even know how I got the idea to walk in there and ask for a job and why they even gave it to me. But you know, all this is a uh, triggering a memory of mine. I had a friend in community college. She said when she was sixteen, she was trying to find a job, and she wanted and you know she looked at you know being a waitress at a restaurant, and she showed up for the interview. And apparently all that happened was the guy told her to walk one way, walk the other way, and was like, okay, do you want the job? Hmm. Sounds fine to me. Yeah. It's, it's, it's all about it's like an easy interview. <laughs> apparently. <laughs> walk this way. Talk this way. Yeah. Get a job. Jobs. <laughs> Jobs. Okay. Well, that was fun. If you'd like to tell us about your terrible first job, go ahead and post it up on our Facebook group. Uh, you know, I keep saying that I'm going to post this stuff on the Facebook, but I've been kind of neglecting it. But, you know. <laughs> I think the only thing we've actually shared, like of things we said we were going to share, was a really embarrassing picture of me in marching band. Mm. Do you remember that? When we shared like a... And then my cat potty so. training. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's true. I mean, that's true. Then we like, yeah. posted stuff on yeah, Instagram. My, my cat, my cat potty well. training and then you in marching band. We need to share. So. Remember when we talked about my Farmville, my fake Farmville account? Right. We need to share that. I need <laughs> to find to. a picture from that well, so I can share that. Well, screenshot your computer screen <laughs> and put it up. I'll do that. <laughs> All right, who's next? Tommy. Tommy. Spent way too much time on that. Tommy. Uh, Tommy. Tommy, Tommy. Okay, fantastic. So my uh, topic this week is just going to be uh, personal theme park stories. Now, I had one personally from last week that I wanted to talk about, and then I will bring it over to Tristan and Eric to share one of their own. And last week, I went to Disney's Animal Kingdom and decided to ride. I, was, I, I had a thought in my head at some point in my life, like, man, I just want to ride Expedition Everest until I pass out. And uh, last week, I did that, and I got to 15 times. <laughs> so This is was, true. He had it on his Snapchat this, story, mm-hmm. like, every yeah, single time I, he went on. <laughs> so can yeah, verify I was, like, he documenting did actually it do as, this. I was, like, documenting how I felt. Um, for those unfamiliar with Expedition Everest, um, it is a roller coaster at Disney's Animal Kingdom. The highest drop is 80 feet. Its highest point on track is 112 feet. Its top speed is 50 miles per hour, and the ride time is approximately three minutes. At the time of opening, it was the most expensive roller coaster in the world. It opened in 2006, I believe. Um, it was the most expensive until Hagrid's over at Universal opened. Uh, but anyways, so yeah. And that's two I completely wrote it. different styles of roller coasters, too. So that's kind of amazing that it held that title yeah. for so long. Yeah. Yeah, and a lot of it has to do with the theming because Everest was built in like a. They built a, an entire fucking mountain for it. Um, and and the it's really giant incredible. Yeti animatronic. Yeah, the Yeti that, that no longer gnarly. works. Yeah. Um, no. But uh, yeah, so I decided, you know, I wrote it a few times, and then around the sixth time, I started to feel a little dizzy, but I was okay. And then it was getting to eighth and tenth time, and, you know, after the tenth time, I was a little dizzy. And to celebrate the tenth time, I bought myself one of the shirts in the store. I was talking to the person at the register. I'm like, yo, so I just rode this 10 times in a row. Do I keep going? And she was like, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, fuck. Okay, cool. Um, and there was like a few other cast members that I was talking to as I was doing this because, you know, they're all like, who's this fucking idiot just riding? The, like, is this guy going to like go away at any point? Like, I was there for so long that they had actually cleaned the ride twice while I was Because <laughs> like they have like they have to clean the ride every hour or two. Um and then I think after the 10th or 11th time, some cast member said that the pandemic record for Everest was 13 times. 
And I was like, all right, fuck it. I'm going to do 15. <laughs> and I remember after I did the 13th time, I'm like, yeah, okay, I did it. I'll do it one more. And she was like, you said 15. And I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> like, I, I felt like I was going to throw up. Like, I've never actually felt that way from riding roller coasters but like, I, well, I mean, if you I do it 15 times well. in a row, yeah, I'd expect yeah. you to feel sick. <laughs> like, I was feeling like I was feeling pretty wobbly and dizzy. Um, <laughs> like, something that I should post on our Facebook page. Speaking of that, is the picture after my 15th time. So after I did it the 15th time, a cast member. So actually, back real quick, after I got off my 14th time, a cast member that I kept seeing, she guided me through like the handicap entrance, and she was she said to another cast member, "Hey, help my friend out. This is him doing it his 15th time." And then she was like, "Come see me after the ride." And when I sat down for my 15th time, I was so dizzy that I almost forgot to pull down my lat bar. <laughs> like, that's... I, I was at that point. Um, and I remember the last couple times, like, I was getting... You know, normally when you get to the end of a roller coaster, you feel it. I was feeling it, like... And I was, like, still in, like, that final helix that, like, wasn't even at the end of the ride. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> and then I finally got off. I met up with her. And she made me, like, she gave me an I'm Celebrating button. Like, if you go to a merch shop, you can get a happy birthday celebrating button. She made me and I'm Celebrating Riding Everest 15 times, drew some Mickeys on it. And then she printed out my ride photo for me um, after my last ride. And with my sunglasses and, like, my face mask, it straight up looked like, it looks like Weekend at Bernie's type <laughs> shit. Like, Probably felt like I'm it. very glad movie. that it was my fit. Like, like I, f- I feel like I could have potentially asked for a different one, but I was like, you know, she's already printing this one out, and the fact that it is, like, the last ride photo and I look so dead is a very good, like, you know, memento of all of this. Experience. So, uh, uh, yeah, a good presentation of my experience. Uh, 10 out of 10 would recommend. Um, make sure you're drinking plenty of water. <laughs> um, I um, That was all I did after that. Um. I had met up with a couple of friends to see the bird show afterwards, and I went to Nomad Lounge just to drink a non-alcoholic beverage and eat food so I can be physically able to drive home. Um, <laughs> I could have potentially done a few more times, but I, they would have like had to call an ambulance or something. Um, so, would recommend. A uh, bonus story from that day is that I got to, since the parks are so dead, I also got to go on Flight of Passage several, several times um, which for me, I did it three times in a row and was going to stop. But then as I was coming off the third time, there was a cast member like, Hey, want to go on it again? And they were going to guide me through the exit. Uh, so it would have, so I wouldn't have to walk through the entire mile long queue for a third time. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. You're letting me come through. So I went on it and in the middle of the ride, the screen froze, the lights came on and like our thing came down and I was like, what the fuck? Like I had never seen nice. that before. Like, like, the, so like I saw the screen, <laughs> That flight, it like, and I actually tried to whip out my phone to like get a picture of it, but like the top of it came down, so like I couldn't take a picture of the screen because, you know, like when you're on the ride, the thing comes up and that's where the screen is. The thing had come down, so like mm-hmm. I couldn't see it. And then they actually had us exit through backstage because I guess there was a fire or emergency or something like that. So I was like, oh, sounds shit. made up. Okay. Yeah. No. Like <laughs> it. Very. It was all very true. Um, but anyways, so that was my day. At Animal Kingdom last week. Have you um, have you ever seen the documentary Super Size Me? Yeah. Yes. You know how like he every time somebody asks him, "Would you like to supersize that?" and he has to say yes, and he's just <laughs> eating McDonald's three meals a day. This is kind of like how I am seeing this story. Like I can see your face <laughs> being as miserable as his by the end of that documentary. Yeah. Like you remember how he gained so much weight and just like his health was just deteriorating. 
You should have had it. He just basically he, he fucking did that to himself. Yeah, true. Well, this is kind of like the same thing with you riding Everest fifteen times in a row. Like that. Uh, it's even certainly like, a comparison. Even like but... Flight of Passage, because Flight of Passage, like that whole Sivakul. that whole IMAX screen thing, like that can really create some motion sickness. And doing that three times in a row, that's that's pretty fucking impressive. Or like three point seven times in a row before riding Everest. <laughs> yeah. Um, but well, I mean, I, unlike Super Size Me, this was actually enjoyable and not as damaging <laughs> to my health. I think. Well, I'm pretty sure he enjoyed it in the beginning. Oh Yeesh. yeah, maybe. Ugh. But you know, speaking of which, there was like a news story like a few years ago that apparently a guy tried doing a similar thing where he only ate McDonald's breakfast, lunch, and dinner for like three months straight. But instead of like being really unhealthy about it and supersizing whenever they asked, he actually made healthy decisions and apparently lost weight. During that time, wow! Oh, so, so he went I guess with as the long salad as, yeah, you know, parfaits, salads without the dressing that makes it more calories than a Big Mac and whatever the fuck. But anyways, wow, Tristan. Yes, that is my name, and I have a good theme park. Do you have a story? story. Um, mine happened over five years ago now, and it's the last time that Disney ever did an event like this. But it was at the Magic Kingdom, and it was a, it was called a twenty-four hour kickoff to summer. Or the coolest summer ever or something. It was kind of frozen themed, but I don't really know. Anyway, it was a 24-hour event where the park was open from 6 a.m. on a Friday to 6 a.m. on a Saturday. And I did the whole thing. Actually, well, technically more because I woke up early, took a bus there, waited outside for it to open at 6, and then was there until 6 a.m. the next Damn. day. Um, and then left after 6 a.m., waited for a bus. So I was really up for probably 26, 27 hours. Um but i did 24 straight hours in the magic kingdom and uh that was a that was an experience (laughs) um much that's awesome much like your story tommy i i felt i felt funny at the end of it um pretty much delirious uh but it was cool i got to ride all the rides a bunch of times um i met the i remember i met the princesses at 3 30 in the morning um and I had almost no memory of doing it until I woke up the next morning and saw the photos on my Disney account. <laughs> and I don't drink. I wasn't drunk. I don't even drink. I was only 19 or 18 at the time. <laughs> but um, I don't remember any of that. Uh, which And I made some funny faces, like in my pictures with Elsa. I want to see these photos. Yeah, those are. I'll show them to you. They're funny. But I'm making all these funny faces yeah, and like acting out things and stuff when I met Elsa and uh, didn't remember any of that. But uh, that was mine, you know. And I remember right when I uh, right when I walked into the park, I went straight to Splash Mountain, and they let me ride it. I think two or three times without getting off because no one was there yet. Um, so that was pretty cool. And I, I like I said, I pretty much rode everything. Uh, got to see some cool like stage shows. I think they had a special stage show for it or something. But that would be mine. Spending twenty four hours in the Magic Kingdom. Uh, was Damn. was a time i would love for that to happen again <laughs> yeah like i would do that shit in a heartbeat so like i mean i mean although like i the only like 24-hour events i've done were the movie marathon events that we did in college and that those were hard for me to get through and that was just sitting in a theater watching movies the entire time yeah so i don't know how i would fare in a theme park maybe the adrenaline would get me through um but it would be pretty awesome, I think. Like, that sounds really awesome, especially because, like, if you're going to be in a theme park for 24 hours, you can really, really take your time. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, not so much as that. I am a Disney Vacation Club member, and so we get the um, 
you know, twice a year moonlight magic thing going on where they only take like 3000 people in and they get like three hours to themselves. Like I'm fine doing something like that, but I, I just feel like I'm just to the age where it's like, I can't even stay up past 10 o'clock anymore. <laughs> so I don't think I can do anything. I mean, whenever I was in the army, we had it, you know, we had to do CQ and that was a 24 hour thing, but you know, I normally have to go into PT first at six o'clock in the morning, and then I report in for CQ at nine, and then I don't get off until like almost like almost ten o'clock because I have to, you know, debrief the guy who's taken over at nine. So, yeah, that would be almost like thirty hours close before I'd actually yeah, get yeah. to go to sleep. Fuck. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not about that life anymore. So, especially yeah. being a pass holder, you know, I can just go pretty much whenever I want. Yeah, that's so, fair. I don't feel like I like even even now my wife and I we we could go to Universal and we'll go do like the Hulk and Cat in the Hat and then go buy something and then we're good for the day. You know that's the good thing. Yeah, about I mean that's just Orlando order. culture in general. Yeah, I mean, and I I really like that. So I don't feel like I have to do everything in one day. So it's like okay, well I haven't ridden Hagrid's in a while or I haven't been to Epcot in a while. So that's what I kind of really enjoy about the whole, or like you say, the Orlando lifestyle. It's really uh, something you don't have to, and not to mention, you, you don't want to like end up going there all day because I don't want to get to a point where I feel like I get sick of it, where I get kind of tired of it. It's like, oh, well, I've already did this already. I've done this too many times or anything like that. Like, so that's why I like to just suddenly, you know, go every now and then and just really enjoy and relax while I'm there. I feel that. But... Yeah. If there was another 24-hour event, I'd be fucking in. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess it, it depends because, you know, like with the, the Moonlight Magic, you get unlimited free soda and ice cream. So, and you get it like a free t-shirt, I think, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. But I know you definitely, and, and they get mind, like I'm their own like, special awesome fireworks show. So what? I'm just like thinking in my head, that's a fucking cool story. Yeah. And it's like they get their own fireworks show. So it's, that's another really cool thing to have. So I think actually I was going to take you two to the last one. There was supposed to be one back in April and I was going to take yeah. you two. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot about that. Well, we'll just have to Shit. wait for the next one. Mm-hmm. So. Tristan, do you have anything else to add to your 24 hours in the kingdom? I remember I, uh, I was riding pirates and I think they did something funny with like when you go down the drop or something. I don't know how they, if it's even what they did or if it was just a fluke, but when the boat went down the drop in Pirates, we hit the water really hard and the whole boat got drenched. Um, <laughs> I don't know if that's something they changed or not, but I ended up going into a bathroom by the Pirates uh, ride by the exit and I took all my clothes off and wrung them out and basically just sat in the stall naked for I don't know, 30 minutes. Wow. Fantastic. Bad, huh? Yeah, because I was. I don't even think Splash Mountain gets that bad. Yeah, and it was cold too, because like this was towards the end of the night, and it was getting chilly. Um, Mm -hmm. So that was that was. But other than that, no, it was just it was just a good time. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, you, Eric? Cool. Yeah, Um, Eric. Well, I don't have any like interesting stories like that that I haven't already said on the show. I did go to Legoland uh, finally for the first time uh, about a week or so ago. And pretty much every single ride kind of like made me feel sick. So I don't know if it's because, oh. you know, I haven't been going to theme parks a lot lately because this whole pandemic or because this this park is it's specifically designed for, you know, kids 12 and under like, you know, 
the roller coaster that like hit my shins pretty bad and you know it was just a tight fit and i don't know like i enjoyed the whole theme of it all i think i love lego i absolutely absolutely uh you know love making it and you know i got like the big old haunted house and my wife just got the the double decker london bus um that was something that we got there at the park but for the actual rides itself um I didn't enjoy it as much as other rides I could have, just mostly because it is made for little kids, and I think that's really awesome. I would not go in to say that I would go get a season pass. Um, I, I just did the one time, and you know, I might go again. Like maybe I don't know, take my kids again. I think my kids would actually absolutely love it. So maybe something like maybe once a year, but I probably wouldn't get an annual pass for it. Yeah. So. I'm like, I, I suggest everybody at least go check on, it out once. Yeah, I'll I'll probably sit out on Legoland until I have children. Maybe I don't know. Um, yeah. Yes. Okay. Well, that was a good time. Good times. Uh, let's go ahead and go to a word from our sponsor. Hey everyone, come down to Orlando Super Park for the ultimate thrill rides of America. Don't want to go to that childish Disney or their Walmart version Universal? Don't like stupid idiot animals who can't even have conversations about art or drive cars? Then come on down to Orlando Superpark to ride the biggest, meanest, and greenest roller coasters of all the land. That's right, not only are they so big and so fast that your spine will slide out your anus, but the rides are all green because you can't spell extreme without green. Come check out the latest rides such as Green Fury with the world's tallest inversion on a roller coaster. Green Go-Karts, which have the fastest go-karts of all time, and Florida's first giga coaster, Green Electricity. All this and more down at Orlando Superpark. Come join us. Thank you. And we are back. Orlando Superpark, huh? Orlando Superpark. To talk about getting a season I guess we pass. don't have enough theme parks down here. I would like to to do a quick shout out. Um, a, a friend of ours, Austin, he just started up a podcast yes. uh, called the Theme, theme Park, park Bros. Bros. And they basically talk all about theme parks. Um it's interesting they are pretty funny i'll give them that one thing i would suggest is that they should probably not record their zoom call or whatever they're using because the audio quality is a little bit low but they're, they're just starting out <laughs> i think they only got like two episodes out and you know we guys we fucking sucked on our first episode too but uh yeah i think it's i yeah. think it's actually really good so definitely if you yeah, want i would something... recommend it as well i actually just listened to it finally the other day like i, I really enjoyed it um yeah. if you want you know another podcast that's just theme parks they're 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 very fun to listen to yeah so i definitely i definitely would i want to definitely on check them. them out they're they're I gotta, more i gotta hit up austin and be like hey slut put me on your show mm-hmm. yeah i'll do that <laughs> okay so my topic so <laughs> Because here in Orlando, we start celebrating Halloween in August, and you know, Spirit Ooh, Halloween's all you, open up you, again, and you, and you know, Happy all these Halloween. Yes, and you know, all these newer scary movies are coming out on Netflix. I just recently watched. Mm, excuse me, it's called Hashtag Alive, and it is on Netflix. It is a. I don't. 
it's kind of more like 28 days later where they're not really like zombies. They're not coming back from the dead, but they have like uh, that kind of like berserk virus. You know what I mean? So like they get, they just become extremely violent and it was really, really good. I really enjoyed it. There's not a lot of dialogue, but it's basically this guy. He's kind of like trapped in his apartment. Um, and as he's getting ready, like going through some hard times, then he finds like another survivor and it just kind of goes through that whole story of, you know, them trying to survive and everything like that. It's actually really good. Um, I will say Koreans really do know how to make good zombie films. If you've also never seen uh, Train to Busan, which is also on Netflix, I highly suggest it because Koreans make some scary ass zombies. Very. So anyway, my topic is the zombie apocalypse. How do you think you would fare off in the zombie apocalypse? I'd fucking die right away. Now, would you just give up and die, or do you think you just wouldn't be able to survive? I mean, I would do my best, but I highly doubt that I would that I would survive very long. Well, okay, so let, let me basically put you, and this is something that I've always brought up. So have you seen Dawn of the Dead? No, I haven't. Okay, so there's two different versions. There's one from 1978, and then there's also one from 2004. And they're very two completely different styles of zombies. So in 1978, you know, it has that classic where they're just kind of walking and like, you know, where the 2004 version is like, it's like straight up in your face. These fuckers are sprinting and coming after you and they're screaming and shit like that. And it's all fucking scary, like in your face, right? If this would, yep. if we had zombies like the 1978 Dawn of the Dead, I think I could survive for for a while. But if these motherfuckers okay. can run, yeah, we're fucking we're fucking yeah. doomed. I can definitely see we're that. You know, maybe that. if it's the slower version, might be okay. I don't know. Um, see, I'm just like I- I'm truthfully just not very physically abled in any way. Um, I-, I honestly I don't have a lot of. Uh, uh, you know what is it hard skills or whatever yeah hard, like yeah. uh like I, i'm not i'm not the most handy person like I, you know i'm okay but like i'm not great like i can like build something but it takes me a long fucking time to do it and like i'm very careful with everything that i do um like you know even when i cook sometimes like but i don't if like there, if it's a zombie versus me, that that zombie is gonna fucking win that fight. Um, I'm, like if I have, if I get very lucky, I might be able to fend a couple off and run away. Like if I can get in my car and you know, you know, fucking maybe. Uh, but you know, there's probably gonna be traffic because zombie apocalypse. So I don't see well, myself. I mean, you gotta think. It. You gotta think of like think of like an RPG, right? So you have your fighter. You have your healer, you have your tank, you know, takes all the damage, who's your, your guardian, and you have your other person. So you gotta have, like, like, you gotta have a team. Everybody can't be a fighter, okay? Everybody can't. Yeah. It's just not gonna happen. That's not gonna, it's gonna, like, be the actual key to survival at all. So you, you can't have, you know, everybody doing the, the same thing, because that's not how you're gonna survive, okay? So, Tommy, you could be, like, the cook. You could be, like, the gardener, you know, or getting uh, supplies and stuff like that and helping, you know, solve problems and stuff. So, like, let's say, for instance, like, if it was us three, um, I would probably say that I would probably be the fighter out of the three of us, 
because of my past experience. Um, Tommy, you can, you know, definitely cook for us because you've made some fine meals. Tristan, you're the comic relief. Wow. I thought Tommy was useless being the cook, but you really insulted me saying I'm the comic relief. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's fine, I guess. No, I, I feel I feel like you would probably be really good at fortifying a base. I think yeah. you would have probably good ideas building up for protection. So oh, okay, that's better. Wear a condom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What am I doing to the zombies? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. And you could also be a secondary fighter. Okay, uh, that's good. If it's anything like yeah. Shaun of the Dead, you know, where it's just a simple hit to the face with a croquet bat, you know, cricket bat, yeah, whatever. It's two different sports. Yeah, British. Then I think sports. I think we could survive. I think we could survive. Well, okay. Something that came into my mind. I appreciate you having faith in how me. How do you how do you kill yeah. a zombie? Like what kills them and what doesn't? Right. Okay. Well, it's 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 pretty common, except for Night of the Living Dead Two. Um, it's pretty common that if you sh- a blunt to the head, destroy the brain. Just the brain. You just destroy. It. You don't have to sever the head or anything. You can just shoot someone a zombie in the head. Yeah. Well, like I said, in Night of the Living Dead Two, I remember um, a zombie got her head knocked off, and then they stabbed her in the head with a screwdriver, and she says, "Get your screwdriver out of my fucking head." So obviously that didn't kill her. Um, but every other zombie movie, it seems to have like the pattern of shooting them in the head, uh, decapitating the head from the body, uh, basically just severing the brain. The brain is the is the heart, so to speak. Like you take out the brain, you kill the zombie. Mm. Okay. See, that doesn't seem like too much of a challenge then. If you can, I mean, what's the ratio of zombies to human to you know us fighting it? Well, you know, uh, this isn't a movie, so I can't fucking tell you, but it does seem like there's quite a bit more of them than there is us, and it almost seems like it's never-ending. Well, if it's never-ending, then I'm giving up. There's no point in fighting. (laughs) So if you feel like it's a losing battle, would you take your own life, or would you just throw yourselves to the zombies? Mm, I I, I don't think I would be able to take my own life. I I would keep going until i can't so either the zombies take me or they kill me or whatever but i'm i'm pushing until i can is over- how many zombie movies have you seen because i would never throw myself to zombies because that looks fucking painful that looks like it fucking no. sucks yeah, they're, gonna, they're just like all ripping at you and biting and you and shit yeah i'd rather yeah, shoot no. myself in the fucking head <laughs> <laughs> it's like ho- hopefully i'm in new zealand before a zombie apocalypse happens or something i don't Why, know is new zealand zombies don't make it to new zealand Huh? So you can be stuck on an island. Yeah, how are they? They're, they're going to get yeah. you. No, I don't. No, the zombies won't be at New Zealand. <laughs> I definitely they'll, would they'll, definitely they'll want else. to do more landmass, so that way there's more area to cover, especially when it comes to like finding food and shit like that, and other kinds of supplies. I feel like if you're stuck on an island, your your resources are going to be very limited. Yeah, true. So where I would probably just try to lock myself in a ramen factory because <laughs> I don't think that shit expires at all. That's a good... You know what? Yeah. Wow, that's the smartest answer I, I've heard. I couldn't think of an answer that smart. Um, 
yeah, I've always, like I don't want to eat ramen, a, a ramen every ramen single day. Or but a McDonald's factory because apparently McDonald's food doesn't ever really expire. That's true. <laughs> apparently, I I don't know. This is true. I've said it before on the show that when I die, I want to I want to overdose on cocaine, like take ten times mm-hmm. the amount of cocaine that can kill oh, me. Oh yeah, percent insure. So I think I would probably do that. I I do so much cocaine and any drug I can find really. And if the zombies get me while I'm still conscious, then I probably won't feel most of it. <laughs> mm, so that's, that's pretty mine. good. I mean, if drugs are an option, that's mine. That's actually, yeah. I like your, I like that idea. Yeah. Is I also like secretly hope that there will be a zombie apocalypse ever since. Why? The whole, uh, now, hang on. Listen, I just think it'd just be fun. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> something that doesn't happen for until the end of time, but like maybe like a month's worth, you know, and then we end up, you know, surviving and shit. We eradicate the the the, the virus and everything. I feel like if I feel like if this pandemic has proved anything is that if if a zombie apocalypse happens here, people are still gonna be fucking stupid. So yeah, so it'll probably be hard to you know. Eradicate. So it would be very hard. Yeah, no. Even like a year. I think a year would probably be. These zombies like my, are taking my away limit. my freedom. I don't care. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think I think a year would probably end up being my limit. But you know, I, I I secretly, you know, think about it a lot. Like especially the whole incident with you know Florida man eating that dude's face on the highway because yeah. he was high on bath salts. You know, shit like that. And you know, we we people are fucking around with science too much, man. Like. They apparently never see any movies. Did you hear that they were talking about actually trying to clone a dinosaur? Yeah. And we've already have like five movies telling why that's a really bad idea. <laughs> yeah. But uh, because of that, I do actually have a sword in my closet because swords do not run out of ammo. Yeah, that's a good you point. gotta be close to them yes. zombies if you're using a sword. Yeah. Well, it's 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 a fairly long sword and it's not very heavy, so it's easy to swing. You know, I bought it at a Ren fair. I thought it looked really cool. And then I was like, Nerd. oh, shit. If the zombie apocalypse ever happens, I'm fucking prepared. At least that much. Yeah, you'll last like two minutes. At least at least to, yeah. to, to, to secure my home. Yeah. Um, if I were having to travel out, then I would need to probably get a gun or two. Yes. So. And then we can start at the time making explosives and stuff, which is fun. I feel like any apocalyptic situation, <laughs> I would just be completely fucked. Something that I think about um, somewhat related <laughs> so is... sure of yourself. I, yeah, no. See, I, I'm so, like, you know, um, used to modern society that if, like, electricity just disappeared, I feel like I would have no idea what to do with myself. Because it's like, I can't Google anything for answers anymore. And mm. just, like, most of my entertainment is digital. What would, what would, where, what would I be doing? It'd be pretty hard to board get through a book. Board games and candles. Yeah. There, there are board games. Oh, board there, there is a thing called a book. Oh, yeah. my God. But I was saying, you, Books? And they're still putting those out. They are still making them. They are? Yeah. I actually do have a book that I need to continue reading. I, I have a hard time focusing when it comes to reading, which I really hate that about myself. Well, but because you're I, distracted by your damn phone. Exactly. <laughs> so once your phone goes away, you can read that damn book. Or read the book on yeah, your phone. Yeah, maybe. Or read the book on my phone. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Problem solved. <laughs> All right. We're trying to prepare him for the apocalypse, Tristan. 
I need to. Because <laughs> so, I'm fucked. <laughs> okay. That, that's fun. You're fun. If the apocalypse happens... Bitch. I honestly think we're all kind of fucked. Yeah. Especially if they're running. So, <laughs> moving on. Let's Unless go to... Unless we have to... Eric's sword. What? Yes. Yes, get a sword. That is that is my pro tip. Get a sword. I did get this large piece of coral in the Bahamas. That's very hard. That I might be able to fuck got, up a zombie. You're going to kill a zombie with coral? Yes. Coral! Yes. I, I have two of them. <laughs> oh, so he can kind of like smash together. Yeah. I can just put the head, yeah, put the head in between the two in pieces of there. coral. Yeah. Get a bat. Got to get a bat. a bat. Don't yeah. Put nails I'd wrap that it. bitch in barbed wire. You ever seen that? Yeah, I would say barbed wire and nail like like inglorious bastards. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Like the poster. Be the Jew hunter. Mm-hmm. The yeah. bear Jew. All right. Oh no, the bear Jew. <laughs> I'd be the bear Jew. Cuz I do have Jewish heritage, so it would work. You do look like you would be a Jew. It's yeah. that hair. Yeah. It's my yeah. whenever my hair is nice, I look more Italian, but when it starts to grow out and get curly, everyone's like, Oh yeah, he's part Jewish, I forgot. Well, I hate both halves of you. It's like I talk about eating spaghetti all the time, <laughs> so people forget that. And I cook sp- anyway. Anyway. Anyways. Yes, it is thundering. It is thundering quite a bit. So we're gonna move on to uh, the Yelp review of the week. Yelp review! Yelp review! Yeah! Yelp review! Yelp review! Yeah! I love that. I love hearing the live version. (laughs) Well, the people who listen are going to hear it twice. So, all right. Yes. Fantastic. Yelp review, Yelp review. Let's read this one. As always, I got a good one here. Um, this, This is actually a familiar one. Previous listeners will recognize the name of this establishment. Um, oh. So I, I scoured the internet for Yelp reviews for Reverend Earl McTractor's Rug Warehouse and Emporium. So yes. as some of you may have yes. remember, I, I believe it might have been episode eight, episode nine, one of them. I talked about the things I saw in the South. And uh, one of them was just a number of rug stores, one of which Reverend Earl McTractor's Rug Warehouse and Emporium in Barnesville, <laughs> Georgia. All right. Mm. So here we go. That's not that Barnesville, far. Georgia. That's right. I recently traveled through the town of Barnesville, Georgia on a cross-country trip from Florida to Wisconsin and saw a giant sign for Reverend Earl McTractor's Rug Warehouse and Emporium. So I decided to stop and see what the deals on rugs would be. From the interstate, I could see the giant building, and more noticeably, the giant letters painted on the roof which read, God bless these rugs. After pulling off onto the exit, I approached a stoplight and had to hold there for a moment while a cavalcade of police cars headed towards the rug superstore. I was really hoping they were headed somewhere else, and their presence would not inhibit my rug shopping experience. I was wrong. I pulled into the parking lot, and about ten cops were running into the store. Having driven a great distance, I decided a little emergency was not going to stop me from saving up to 70% on a high-quality rug, so I parked my car and headed into the store. After entering, I heard the police officer shouting commands at someone, such as, Get on the ground, and drop the chicken carcass. Being the curious type, I headed towards the commotion and found a naked elderly man swinging a dead chicken at the police, shouting, I am Satan! Heed my warnings, as the rapture is here! I am the Lord! This bird is my disciple, a loyal member of the army of fallen angels, here to exterminate you all! 
the employees were standing off to the side video recording the incident, one of which kept yelling World Star and jumping in front of the camera, posing in various <laughs> hip-hop-inspired stances. Eventually, one police officer oh was God. able to hit the man with his taser, which did not seem to have an effect on him. Your primitive weapons are no match for the flames of hell which burn in my soul. I will tear your limbs apart and crush your bones into dust, only to be consumed by my disciples as they bathe in the blood spilled from the neck wounds of the weak. The man began defecating into his hand and throwing it towards the bystanders. Luckily, I was able to hide behind a display of sheepskin rugs to avoid having my clothes soiled by the droppings of the devil. A second cop then hit the man with his taser, which seemed to be enough to get him on the ground. The man was then handcuffed and escorted out of the building, and I assumed to the local police station. After the entertaining pre-show to my rug shopping experience, I began looking through the wonderful assortment of rugs offered at Reverend Earl McTractor's Rug Warehouse and Emporium, where I found a beautiful polyester rug I ended up placing in my entertainment room, and I might add that it really ties the room together. I just wish Satan had been fortunate <laughs> enough to find such a great deal as mine was. Mm. So that was a happy ending. It was a happy ending. And like I said, yeah, we don't have a lot of positive ones ending. on here, but yeah. this guy got some entertainment and a really great rug. Good yeah. for him. So, I mean, that's that's the point. That's that's what you go yeah. to a rug store for is to get a really good deal on a rug, and it sounds like he got exactly what he wanted. That's right. He did. In preparation for the rapture. That's right. Mm-hmm. It's some, some nice advice <laughs> from the devil himself, too. Yes. World star. World star. World star. All right. Well, then, let's go ahead and continue on. We'll go into our last segment of What the Hell Am I Listening To? What the hell am I listening to? Question mark. Okay, so some of you may know a gentleman by the name of Donald Glover. He is well-known on the show Community. He is also the rap artist Childish Gambino, and he also played uh, Lando Calrissian in the Solo movie. Um, before he became famous, he did a kind of like an internet sketch comedy show called Derek Comedy, and I'm going to be putting up, we're going to be listening to one of the sketches that they did, one of my personal favorites. It doesn't actually have Donald Glover in this one. But I think maybe in later episodes, I'll probably bring some other ones in because I think it needs a lot more appreciation. So this one, uh, yeah, enjoy. All right. All right. I get the best blowjobs. Okay, awesome. Ooh, all right. Is that the... What are you doing? Is that Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt? Yeah, she's in in the office. Your teeth? In the office, yeah. yeah. How much teeth do you like? No, no teeth. Huh? <laughs> I like a few slow chomps. No, 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 no chomps, definitely. You like a like a light grazing with my teeth, then? Oh my God. No, no teeth at all. No, like no teeth at all. Oh, you are so kinky. <laughs> That's what that is. Uh, <laughs> what are you she's... doing? How dry do you want it? <laughs> I'm gonna make it so dry for you. No, that's yeah. the opposite of what is good. <laughs> Jeez. No, that sounds really. Oh my good. god! No. <laughs> uh. No, please don't do that. Desert in my mouth. No, that's not the good uh, Guys love it when it's like a desert in your mouth. We don't. No. Where did no. you eat that? 
You don't want it dry? No. no. You are so kinky. <laughs> <laughs> You're so kinky. I'm going to do this thing I do with my hands. Oh, yeah? What kind of thing is that? Oh, okay. Oh! Oh! No, please. No. No. No, stop. Don't. Please don't ever do that to me. It flattens all thing out for you. Flattens what out? Jesus. Yeah, you can flatten it. Flattens out the blowjob. Don't. Don't. Don't ever do that to anyone. Oh, that ever. You can keep doing it. Do you, uh. Do you just want to have sex? Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. <laughs> So there's that. Incredible. Yes. I uh thought y'all might enjoy that. I don't get it. Yeah. There is other other ones on there by them. Uh like I said, Donald Glover is a bunch of them. Fantastic. Some if you wanted to be adventurous and go ahead and look out, I would suggest the Spell and Bee and the Walmart and Six Flags. Definitely uh <laughs> definitely uh check those this out. This is more Derek comedy stuff. Yes, Derek Comedy, that's D-E-R-R-I-C-K. Go go look at the stuff. I don't know if... It was a hard time finding stuff, uh, particularly to that. I know YouTube has it a lot. So definitely go, definitely go check them out. Like I said, that's like over 10 years old, but uh, it's still good. We missed comedy from over 10 years ago. No. What an this era. is that mid-2000s internet shit. Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hello everyone and welcome to Three Guys Without the Wise. We're three. Oh, that's the other. We 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 already did that. We already did, we already Wait, did we started. Yeah. We already welcomed everyone. You stupid bitch. Oh yeah. The show's over. We decided just to record all of our pre-show stuff because sometimes it's better than the actual show. Oh. Yeah. All right. Well, I had a whole sermon I was going to read for the actual show. Maybe maybe that'll be a well, bonus. We can do that. Yeah, we can do that. Yeah, why not? <laughs> Never. All right. Well. To close out this episode, I want to thank everybody for, for tuning in to another episode. We sure appreciate you checking us out. Uh, get the ball rolling here. Uh, share it with your friends if they're weirdos. Um, uh, please rate and review on Ooh. iTunes. Uh, Even if they're not weirdos, they might like it. I prefer just having weirdos in our audience. Not a bunch of normies. It's, it's yeah. not... You know, it, it's probably unlikely, but hey, you never know. Mm. All right. Yeah. Whatever. No normal people, please. If you're normal, uh, get out. Yeah. Uh, if you're mentally stable, this might not be for I, you. I agree with that. That's for sure. I also like to point out, you know, we tell people to rate five stars, and somebody left us a review, a good review, and they only rated us four stars. So I think what? you may have, you know, did something hey, wrong. You know, that's fair. Four probably, stars. You should probably go back and change yeah, it. Yeah, go back I, and I kinda, Actually, you know, I, I kind of like the four-star review. Because I feel like when everything is five stars, it's like, oh, they're just getting, like, you know, they're doing that themselves. But when there's, like, a four-star review, just so that's not exactly five stars, it looks more real. I get what you're saying, but that sounds stupid. I want five stars. Yeah, Tommy, shut up. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Not you know about what? you shutting up. Tristan, but... you know what they say? What do they say? All right, All good job. Blinking, All right, Tommy. everybody, thank you, you so blink. much for listening. Jesus and I love you, T-shirt gentlemen. Giveaway. Facebook. We'll see you on the next time. Instagram, TikTok. Tommy. Okay. Bye. Bye.